Welcome to the Not All Better Show, Fitness Friday Edition. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 509. Our show today is part of our Fitness Friday series, and it's another great one in our Fitness Friday programs. We'll be hearing from returning guest, Sabrina Joe. While many people gained weight during the lockdowns, others have used the changing routine to eat better and exercise more. On the Fitness Friday program, we talk with Sabrina Joe about exercise and fitness. But with the new year approaching, our New Year's resolutions... After such a brutal 2020, it's good to look forward and think about what's to come. It's been somewhat of a running joke in the media in a profoundly unfunny time. Uh, The endless laments about the quarantine 15 or the COVID-19 referring to the number of pounds gained during the lockdown. I think one of the many challenges of COVID was the abrupt change to the day-to-day schedules that we all were keeping. You know, people began working from home, me included. You know, if I suppose if they had work at all, in many cases, they were joined by their kids. Gyms, recreation centers, and parks closed, curbing exercise routines. Stress levels skyrocketed for many, with baking, eating, and drinking becoming major outlets and means of almost reward. There are studies that show a link even between the high stress and overeating. I always love speaking with Sabrina Joe, the American Council on Exercise ACE Director of Science and Research, because of her research orientation. Research that's fact-based analysis and outcomes orientation is critical for our Not Old Better Show audience. Today we'll be speaking with Sabrina Joe about when the environment around you changes and your routine changes too, you can use it as an opportunity to say, I'm going to treat myself better in these really tough times. We'll talk about a fitness mindset, why it's important. It's always how you view things, how you position your situation, your sense of self-worth. Sabrina Joe will tell us about this idea of self-compassion and how you treat yourself during these times. You know, together with a conscientious portion control and, and even eating better combined with a simple routine of fitness, it really feels like we'll be making a permanent and positive change in our lives for 2021. So stick with it. And please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, the ACE Fitness Director of Science and Research, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, happy holidays. Uh, welcome back to the program. So good to talk to you. 2021 is is in our sights. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I can't until wait. That calendar turns. <laughs> right, right. I know. I know. It has been a doozy. And, and lots of neat things, I think, with regard to fitness and health. I think we're, you know, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccine, uh, you know, kind of arriving. Uh, we've got the election behind us. That's frankly good news. I think there's a lot of really neat things ahead. And and so I, I just look at this as a very positive time, too. I, I do love New Year's. And I think fitness is something that you and I have talked about. I, I, I love it. I know you love it. I, I live it and, and breathe it. And I know you do as well. And so I I just I look back on 2021. There have been so many changes to our routines and to our environment here at, at our home. And so I, I wonder if you'd tell us a little bit about some of the, the evolution of you as you've observed it. I, I remember the days with, with Jane Fonda. Many of my audience are probably going to remember the videotape exercises that Jane Fonda 
uh, release. There are so many new options today. So take it away. Tell us, tell us <laughs> how your 2020 has been with regard to the fitness options that that you've observed and what you think of it. Oh my goodness! Well, you. I think you asked 10 different questions in there. So you. <laughs> yeah, I always do. I, I love catching up to you. So I no apologize. Worries. I, I'll try to, I'll I'll shut try up to address for a them all. <laughs> um, yeah. Because just hear, hearing you talk and ask me the questions really brought back some great memories. So let, let me just say, let me start out by saying that I am so very proud of my fitness friends and colleagues and the way that we all pivoted this year to really try to provide the the best services for what our clients really need. And and I'll I'll expand on that in a little bit about kind of what I see happening in um, 2021 and what I saw happen in 2020. Um, But let's just take it back to where it all began for me, because you brought up Jane Fonda. (laughs) And (laughs) I have to say that Jane Fonda is one of the reasons why I'm in uh, fitness today. Oh, really? And I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so back in the 70s and 80s, she was uh, a, a really big phenomenon in terms of fitness with her exercise videos and her books. I'm, I'm sure listeners remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, shortly after that, um, in around, I think it was early 80s, um, Flash Dance. Mm the movie came out as well. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of a big landmark moment in, I think, fitness and empowering people to just really go for it. And during those times, I was was a young, oh, preteen. And I was, um, I, I had a family member, an aunt of mine who was just getting into teaching aerobics, we called it, Mm -hmm. or group fitness. Mm -hmm. And she would, uh, she was so cute. She would dress just like Jane Fonda and we would, she'd take me with her. We'd go to the basement of this, um, uh, company, this, this big business with a big business building, but had a basement that was large and people in the basement would come down after work and we would do exercises and she would, she'd bring a vinyl record. Um, I think it was probably like the, the flash dance soundtrack Mm -hmm. and she would just play it like beginning to end and, and she would lead people through exercise and that is really kind of my first introduction into structured, organized exercise to music or working out. And I just fell in love with it. And and I've done it ever since, to be honest. I've done some kind of um, movement and, and exercise to music. So I just love it. So you bringing up Jane Fonda was a, <laughs> a fun memory. But what's funny about that is how, how everything has evolved since then. So... So working out in the basement on, you know, industrial carpet, listening to a vinyl record player, um, all the way to what we have now in technology available to people is is really amazing. And in terms of what happened this year, I really saw my um, fitness colleagues being able to give their clients what they really want. And so... Usually when we talk about fitness, we think of convenience. We, we know that if, if exercise and fitness and movement can be convenient, people are more likely to do it. And we also know that they have to enjoy it. And so one of the big shifts that I saw was obviously the, the online technology. So 
both trainers and group fitness instructors offering their services online um, through video streaming or, or live streaming type of services, several platforms out there for, for us to choose from. And the thing that I, I was really proud of what we did was we removed a lot of barriers for people. I know some of my colleagues were offering just community service classes for free just to get people kind of through the, the doldrums and the, the anxiety of being in your home and not being able to go to a gym. Uh, and then the other thing I noticed was that the barrier of actually going to a gym now has been removed. And if you think about the general population as a whole, there's just a very small portion of it that actually maintain memberships or belong to a gym, a physical gym location. The rest of the population, the, a large majority doesn't. And so what I saw this year was the, the physical barrier of having to get in your car and drive to a physical place and perhaps be around people who might um, appear intimidating to you if you're not already in shape or not already into fitness, it that whole thing got removed. And so in so doing, I think people actually were able to access more fitness services. So whether that was online via free um, community service type videos, or maybe they subscribed to a fitness streaming service, or maybe they you know, got in touch with a personal trainer or health coach and worked individually one-on-one. -on -one. I just really saw this expansion of the possible services because some of those physical barriers were, were now removed. You know, I want to echo, you use the word pivot and the way the industry has responded. And I've watched the industry closely for, for many years too, just for, as an outsider, just as an exerciser. And I have to say, I'm amazed at what your industry has done. I mean, it's been nothing short of miraculous to be able to jump onto these um, video classes and get this kind of virtual coaching it it really ha my hats off to you and and all the work that ace has done all the work that other organizations these individual gyms and gym owners boy they're they're making strides and and i think opening doors too i really agree and congrats uh, uh my hope is that this is going to take off and that small percentage is going to increase because I, I just know what fitness means to me but i wonder if you'd tell us a little bit about this idea of kind of virtual coaching and and how it works and maybe why it works too because when we're one-on-one -on -one with a, a fitness trainer we get that and when we're one-on-one -on -one face to face we get that that immediate feedback there are situations certainly zoom coaching that is available today that gives you that kind of feedback some isn't that way. And so I wondered if you'd maybe talk a little bit about this idea of the virtual coaching and how it works and and maybe why it works. Yeah, sure. So it, it really depends on the level of service that you're looking for in terms of what you're going to get. <laughs> so if if you're if you're just wanting to follow a class, a, a pre-recorded video, that's absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with that. And, you know, the downside is you're not going to get any feedback whatsoever. You're going to, you know, follow the video and, and do your best. And that, that type of situation is, is works really well for people who, um, un, kind of 
already know what they're doing in fitness and they they understand the best ways for their body to move and they kind of know what it feels like to do an exercise correctly. Um, and then you get to the next level of service where perhaps you're in a spe specified group, you meet at a certain time and, and you, you kind of zoom in and, and the, the coach or the instructor can see you. You set up your camera in such a way that your body is visible and you can see the coach or the instructor and then you go through the exercises together. I know that's a, po a popular form that's been taking off lately due to the circumstances of the pandemic. And again, you're in, a, in that situation in a group. So the instructor um, may or may not be able to see you as an individual move with every single exercise. And so typically those types of groups work best if you can get in with a group of individuals that are very similar to your own fitness level and ability. Um, and that way the exercises that the instructor is offering you is, is appropriate for your level. And then she can, he or she can kind of watch the the class move as a whole, and hopefully there won't be too many outliers that take a lot of her time to correct and coach. Um, and then I would say kind of the, of course, the highest level of service would be to hire a, um, a fitness or exercise professional who is able to meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. And not only are you getting that, if, if you're doing the video-based stuff, you're getting that that FaceTime, that face-to-face that -face interaction. The coach can also see your body move and give you very um, specific and important feedback in the moment to help with your exercise um, performance and execution. And, you, you know, typically that type of thing costs a little more than if you're joining a group or if you're getting that free service, of course. Um, but at the same time, you're going to get that real specific instruction. And, depending on who you are working with, the coach could also offer other lifestyle or, or behavior type coaching services like uh, healthy eating and, you know, stress relief, self-care, things that are important that we can all be doing um, while we're in our homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I think, just a, a wonderful change. I, I love this new phenomenon of, of of this virtual training. I think it's probably nudged some of us to exercise a little bit more to to get moving. And I, and I just think this is just a a welcome change. It's an opportunity for us to get a little healthier, despite what's going on around us. Do you think we're going to keep it up? Is there some some research on this? There's some <laughs> wonderful videos and wonderful resources on the ACE site, which we will link to. And as director of research and, and uh, science and, and the content there with, with regard to ACE's resources, what's the research saying on whether or not we're going to do this kind of ongoing? Well, as as anything related to COVID nineteen, the the research is is scant because we're this is still a new phenomenon for for everyone in the world. But what we are noticing is that in terms of businesses, people who are offering fitness services will continue to do this hybrid approach so that people have choice because we know that convenience, choice, and of course enjoyment are are really that magical trifecta of, of keeping people engaged. And so I really think that because of the recent focus on technology and, and making uh, exercise accessible via technology, I think 
the the pandemic has kind of accelerated what we were going to do anyway in about a decade or so. And so now here we are doing it now, and I think it's here to stay for sure. So that's the good news. I think people will have options going forward because, um, you know, for me, I have enjoyed the convenience of at just at my fingertips on my phone, if I wish, just uh, an array of new opportunities to experience and enjoy fitness due to technology that, that really weren't there last year. And so I think that that's here to stay. And, um, you know, you mentioned ACE, and I, I always appreciate when you do that. I work for the American Council on Exercise, and we're a nonprofit organization. And so we're mission driven, and really our mission is to get people moving. And so when we look at the population as a whole and the fact that most people really aren't experiencing the benefits of regular exercise or regular movement, I think this the focus on ease of access of technology and understanding how movement throughout your day can be helpful um, and not even necessarily having to commit to a structured exercise workout session, just moving through getting outside and walking or, or doing more um, physical things in the house or in the yard, that's kind of becoming a highlight and being, there's some awareness being raised about that, which I'm, I'm really enjoying. And, um, I think that people are also recognizing, um, in terms of what evidence is starting to reveal is that people with chronic health conditions like having obesity or overweight or diabetes, those types of things tend to result in a bit more severe um, disease response when a person does contract um, the virus that, that causes COVID-19. So um, the fact that exercise and healthy habits, healthy nutrition and, and self-care and stress relief, those things all support the immune system I think there's going to be a big focus on what it means to be healthy in the face of infectious disease, because I think a lot of our um, research dollars and support have gone to chronic disease, um, and, and rightly so. I mean, it's 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 a it's a worthy cause to research how to um, help individuals with chronic disease, but I also think that there will be a renewed focus on infectious disease in terms of not only hygiene and sanitary measures, but how improved health through healthy eating and exercise is also mm -hmm. a very important part mm -hmm. of that. So I think that'll be a big focus too. Well, I, I always appreciate what ACE does because it's a, it's a wonderful resource and, and you too are an equally wonderful resource for our audience. Uh, I, I just, uh, Welcome the opportunities to to talk to you about all of these uh, these stressful times because I think that's it's on everybody's mind and I think we have to almost have this fitness mindset which is which is what you always emphasize to us that you know it's kind of how you view things it's how you position your situation your sense of self worth and what what you're going to do to treat yourself a little bit better during these times and so I I wonder you know how you can send us out, you know, welcome in the, you know, kind of ring the bell here a little bit for us, Sabrina Joe, and give us a, a kind of an upbeat message for 2021 <laughs> to kind of keep things going during these, uh, during these rough times and how we're going to, um, 
be a little bit stronger despite what's going on around us with our routine changes. Wow, no pressure. Okay, but let's see. <laughs> To start off the new year, I really want to encourage everyone to have some self-compassion and realize that what we've all been through the past year has been trying in so many ways. I, I know I don't need to tell anyone that they're, they're experiencing it, um, but I think that there is reason for hope. And I think that we're learning a lot about how uh, fitness and health, even the, our, our healthcare system can pivot and, and work for people in more ways. And so to me, that is exciting. I think there's going to be a renewed focus on science again and research with the new administration. And, and I'm really hopeful for that. I think um, the vaccine will be hugely impactful for helping people get back to what they would consider normal. Maybe it's a new normal, but I'm very hopeful about that and what the evidence is showing about that. And um, I would just say, you know, we, we've we really experienced um, an upheaval in our daily lives. And so maybe that means that our regular exercise looks different now. Maybe it means that our diet looks different now. And so that's why I want to just encourage everyone to have some self-compassion because uh, we made it and we will continue to thrive. Um, and we we really have been through something that um, I think will make us stronger. Sabrina Joe, Director of Science and Research for the American Council on Exercise. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for what you've given us uh, today and, and all during 2020. Because it, it's, I'll tell you, it's helped me. I hear from our audience that it's helped them. And I know that uh, what you've said today about having some self-compassion and uh, developing some good habits at the same time, plus all of the resources that ACE provides are just going to help everybody. So thank you. Really appreciate it, Sabrina Joan. It's my pleasure, Paul. Happy New Year. My thanks as always to Sabrina Joe, the ACE Director of Science and Research for joining us today. You know, please check out the ACE, hashtag ACE Science Saturday section on Instagram, which we're going to link to here for more great tips, resources, and information. My thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please keep your emails coming to me with show ideas, suggestions, and hey, wish me a happy 2021 because I want you to stay safe, everyone. And remember, let's talk about better, the Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.